QVC Quality Violent Cinema. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 12 of Quality Violent Cinema. I'm your host, Ian, with your other host, Christian. And we're here with James Bell, who is our special guest for the very last episode of what we're going to call season one of Quality Violent Cinema, meaning we're just taking a little break and we're going to retune some things. So anyway, what's up, James Bell? How are you doing? Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How about you? We're doing pretty good. Yeah, we uh, we watched Evaporation last night. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. We hung out and watched it in his garage. It was fun. So if anyone's not familiar, um, James Bell is part of uh, Very Fine Crap Videos. He's the owner of Very oh, Fine Crap Videos. The founder, if you will. Well, yeah. Yep. yeah. How long have you been doing that for? Oh, probably like, probably started it like 13 years ago. Dang. But been like seriously doing it for like 10 and did it have a name 13 years ago or did that kind of just come later it was on? the same oh yeah just very, very fine crap videos so i was just like your brainchild from the beginning uh it was the first like name that was like more serious that i was like going under like i i was doing other things but it wasn't serious it was just all garbage was there any other titles you were thinking about? No, no, none, none that really were anything serious. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody's got to start somewhere, and it's good to have those first few projects kind of be like the ones where you learn how to use the equipment and how to get your blood pumps working and all that kind of stuff. And so that stuff's kind of going to be lost forever. Yeah, it was mainly animations. Oh, cool. And stuff and like stop motion stuff that I was doing back then. So but, you've always yeah. kind of dipped your toe in art stuff like your whole life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ever since I was like little kid, like I've, I started doing effects when I was like 13. You can kind of tell that that your whole life kind of revolves around like, like you creating something at all times, whether it's special effects or music or whatever, because your movies feel really handmade. Oh, yeah, I'm always doing something like, I don't know. I always got like 50 different little projects going on and just go around all day just working on working on my stuff. Yeah. How long does it take for you to usually make a body part? It depends. Like, usually I'm not just making one body part. Usually I'm making a bunch of different things all at once. So, like, I'll just, like, do it in stages like pour everything and then pull everything out of the mold then i'll usually do all the blood paint then go in and let that dry then go back and do all the detail paints but at the same time like i'm dumping more props because other because how the paint works and stuff for it to be like cost effective it's kind of the only way i can do it so when there's like lots of mistakes, so you say you mess up like a foot or something, do you find something to do with that? Because it kind of looks like you you would, <laughs> like you could just turn it into something else or like reuse the materials or. 
yeah whenever i make something and it if like somebody orders like a leg or something off me and i fuck it up like i'll usually just toss it aside and then i'll pour them one that where i get it right and then later on when i got time like i'll find the one that i fucked up and i'll, I'll usually turn like the fuck up into like some big gory mess or do something with it like it's usually always salvageable so is the effects workshop i have two questions about it is it part of your house and how big is it yeah yeah well i got like this this like big studio room like built onto my house so is it like an addition or is it part of the house it's like an addition it connects the the house to the garage Oh, sweet. So, because all my sets are out in my garage. And then, like, I have, like, my big, like, I call it, like, the movie room because it has all, like, my movie shit out here. But it's, like, divided up in, like, different sections. Like, I have, like, an office area. Then I have, like, my, my effects building area, which really isn't even that big. Like, it's, like, a, like, a, like an operating table and then a couple of bookshelves and a work and a work table. So it's really not that much room. You think you'd ever do like a tour, like behind the scenes or have you already? I've shown things like online and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know. A lot of like the behind the scenes stuff with like my films and stuff, like really isn't interesting because like, there isn't really much to see like i don't know yeah it's already really handmade and tactile so it's kind of like kind of like you don't really need to see too much yeah. of that yeah the film is the making of i think <laughs> um so does uh do your severed penises sell well yeah yeah they used to sell really good on ebay until somebody reported them and got oh, them taken yeah. off and then ebay cracked down and said no more any any of that shit for anyone so are they functional to have sex with or like would you not recommend it like the materials uh no the materials are medically safe if somebody really wanted to it's it's styled as a limp one so oh, okay well some yeah. people are into that yeah, yeah I, I don't know <laughs> yeah more realistic to being severed you know yeah what body part sells the best it it always changes like i go through like different different things well it seems to like all of a sudden people will just be buying pinky fingers for some reason right that's so weird and then, like, it'll switch to like fetuses, and people will be buying those. Then there'll be faces. I don't know. It's weird. It kind of all comes in waves. Well, like, they got to buy something to fill those deep web mystery boxes, you know? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> That's cool, though. That's so random that people just want a, you just get a pinky order one day. <laughs> yeah, thanks oh, for I sending get, me the fingers. <laughs> I, get, I get orders every day for stuff. Like, I'm not trying to like brag or anything, but. It is what I do for a living, but yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah, every day of the week I get an order. Not even during Halloween season. People just, I don't know, I don't know what they do with it. Hopefully, decorate the rooms or something, or make movies. But 
I have no idea. I don't ask. Pranks. Are you thinking of making any more of those gory DVD cases? Oh, the leather ones? Well, the ones that are like the vagina on it or just you, you kind of oh, like bounded. See, oh, I remember that. Back yeah. in the tantrum did that, right? Yeah, I did the the infected vagina editions for tantrum too. I still have the mold. Like I could still be making them, but I don't know. I just stopped. More because like the content that I put on the second disc was like fucking weird. <laughs> so I I don't know. I I kind of just stopped printing them just because of that. I didn't want to have to print that second disc anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe do a tantrum one and two with it. but Maybe, but then that's like double dip and then I don't know. Yeah, I can kinda see that. Kind of just leaves those films alone. They, they've done, they've went their course, I guess. Yeah. And it seems like if you're going to be trying to sell them for 10 bucks or cheap, you know, it's kind of hard when you put all that work into the cases. Yeah, I like to keep my prices low. I like I like things to be affordable for people. Like, I don't want somebody to be left out just because they're priced out because that's shitty. Mm-hmm. So. Have you ever thought about doing official releases? No, not really. Like, never really had any offers and I'm not going to go around chasing down one. I don't know. All those companies pretty much just screw people anyways. So, yeah, I'm whatever. Sure. Yeah, I'm not really interested. I can make, I can sell my own DVDs on my own. How much of your gore props end up not being used and or like thrown away? What do you mean by like stuff I use or yeah. stuff other people? Like like uh, stuff that you use is there? I mean, I kind of already asked that already. Like what you do with it, but is there some a lot? stuff from my movies I keep. Like oh, cool. some of the screen use props, like I'll keep and I'll reuse for other things. A lot of the times, because uh, I don't crowdfund my films or anything. A lot of times, how I do finance my films is I'll I'll start off and I'll I'll shoot like a big elaborate gore scene just just to start the film off. And then I'll just start selling all those props from that elaborate gore scene to finance the rest of the film. That's cool. That's a good idea. So. And you can now use that scene as a trailer too, to come and pitch it. Yeah. I just will use that to promote it and stuff. And I don't know. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Mm hmm. Do you purposely do you purposely make your effects look kind of crappy, or do you go for realism? Well, that's kind of a weird way to put it. Yeah. Um, I think what we meant was like sometimes they look really realistic, other times they don't look very realistic. And like, do you kind of just like it's a little uneven sometimes? We've noticed, and I was wondering, like, is that intentional? Uh, I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're trying to. <laughs> this your stuff in here. <laughs> I'm just curious because I know, like, yeah, because there seems like a um, sometimes when you're dealing with surrealism, you're kind of like kind of purposely making it kind of not realistic. Well, a lot of times it's just me, so yeah, if it looks like shit, it's because it was 
filmed by one fucking person. No, so for sure. Yeah. What do you expect? No, for sure. Do you consider your films to be surrealism or? I guess so. I don't know. I I don't try to like make like goofy like trauma type shit or anything like yeah. that. So. Yeah, I guess so. It kind of reminded me a lot of um, like the. Have you seen any of the Guar movies? Um, because they use a I lot of puppetry. I have, but I kind of don't think I have. Oh yeah, they just use a lot of puppetry and molds and like foam and and stuff like that. So it just I just do that a lot of that because of a uh, lack of actors. Like yeah. it's easy for me to just keep putting on different masks or get my wife to put on or s- same friends that have been in things just keep putting on different masks mm-hmm. just just makes it where i can make more characters who are some of your influences for gore and special effects i don't know probably the same shit everybody else is seen, like herschel gore and lewis uh like old shot on video stuff but I saw it when it was like new and I don't know, wasn't quite the same as it is now, but I don't know. Just all the, just regular shit. I don't know. I didn't see anything special that nobody else got to see. You like older movies or you enjoy new movies just as much or I just watch older movies. I don't, I'm, I don't really have much interest in newer ones, like CGI and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'll watch like newer like indie films, like underground and like films, but like anything like that's like even trying to be like a mainstream movie, I have no interest in. Yeah. Not anything that's newer. And most things they're even like older mainstream films, like I don't really have any interest in. Like I like a lot of the stuff that like something weird video put out. Like yeah. a lot of times I'm just watching those. Outside <clears throat> of your films, um, what have you been most hands on with? Like when it comes to other films. Oh, what do you mean like like I guess I know you do a lot of gore, like um, like you do, and um, you send a lot of props out. But um, have you ever been just like, what's your been most hands on like when it comes to doing gore effects for other movies? Oh, yeah, I did the effects for uh, Nathan Rumbler's films. Like I actually go on his sets and shoot. Did did a couple of music videos. They they were okay, I guess. Do you randomly see your props in a lot of other films? Oh yeah, yeah. I know yeah, I do. I sometimes like it'll catch me by surprise. Like it'll just pop. Like I seen one in like a music video that I didn't know it was in, and it's like, oh yeah, I remember one of those people like saying that they were going to use it for something. And I was just kind of like, okay, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, especially when people are just buying props from you. It's like it's free right to use it however you want since you bought it from me. Yeah, yeah. Just don't be telling people you made it. That usually kind of makes me just, I don't know. I think think that's weird when people do that. I've caught people doing that. We're trying to name drop you just, just to kind of get... No, no, like showing my prop and then saying they made it. Oh, yeah. So, 
Wow, so that's crazy. crazy. No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, that's messed. That's messed up. That's like taking credit for any kind of art. That's messed up. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't even make a big deal about it anymore. First few times I caught it, I was like, "What the fuck?" But yeah, anyone that does that's a chump anyway, and probably won't get very far. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's you're only gonna get so far lying. Yep. Yeah, so, especially when the community is such a niche community. So what was the brain matter made out of an evaporation that you ate? Oh, bananas. Oh, I don't know why. That makes it grosser for some reason. Yeah, well, you have a food thing, so. Yeah, I'm weird if you said textures. eggs, you would have freaked out. Yeah, if it was eggs, I would have fucking puked. <laughs> That's why I can't watch Pink Flamingos. <clears throat> um, nah. Yeah, really? whenever it brains, it's just bananas. And just color dye. Yeah. And like when you ate your own puke and puked it back up and stuff, like how, how was that? Oh, bitter. Bitter. <laughs> bitter. <laughs> was that like was that kind of a hard day on set though? Like or I were you just like in I the t- mood? Oh, I, I had that all planned mm-hmm. and stuff. Like I, I wanted to get a bunch of like puppet stuff done. No, I planned on like puking a lot more than that. And like in the past, like I've had no problem like puking. So I don't know. Just that day I just couldn't get it to go right. Like it looked like you puked up a lot of like kind of fake blood stuff and then you kind of dried up after a while. Like Yeah, yeah. There it wasn't it didn't really go like it was supposed to. And I, I drank like fucking gallon of uh water that was like has shitload of food coloring like dumped into it Mm -hmm. i was all primed and ready to go but it just wouldn't happen it's like yeah the prep work seems crazy i was talking to felicia fisher and she was talking about she drinks like a buttload of almond milk before or something like that in order to be able to puke right and it's like it's weird yeah yeah i just filled my stomach up with water but i just couldn't get the fucking go how do you feel after that like do you feel like shit if you puke for that long uh usually i feel like a little bit like shit for a second after doing it but it goes away because i'll just drink a shitload of water and then just start swallowing a bunch of air till my stomach can't take it no more and i just throw up oh there you go because i don't i don't shove my fingers down my throat to get myself to do it it doesn't work yeah you do it the cool way. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's your um, what's your opinion on the public eye seeing both you and May naked in the film? Oh, I don't care. Well, obviously enough to put it out, but I'm like, I'm just kind of curious if it goes deeper than that. No, no, it's nothing really to it. It's just, I don't know crap i want to put in movies but i couldn't talk anybody else into doing so i yeah just up doing it especially when you're so comfortable with each other so yeah and the cameras are here i don't know you feel a lot safer and kind of like one thing i kind of had a question about uh i was listening to your interview with jonathan doe on the uneasy explorers club and i uh Kind of the audio kind of cut out when you were explaining uh, something that happened with uh, the teacher. Teacher. Oh, 
yeah would you mind like kind of going over that story real quick because it was really interesting but i missed the whole thing. Oh, okay yeah uh my kid's teacher my kid uh it was when we were filming man you were my kid uh went to school and told his told his teacher that he's in a movie and so uh his teacher just automatically assumed that it was child pornography and uh contacted the police and had my house raided and then they like fucking stormed my house and then like fucking had guns out and all that crazy shit and then then they forced me to make them watch Dog Dick and Manure and uh, they debated for a while and uh, even though like I do plenty of petty crimes in the production of both of those films. There was really nothing that charged me with on either of the films. So yeah, they'd let me go. <laughs> they'd really have to be reaching, but yeah. To, yeah. To... Even, even like the dead animal shit, like a dog dick, they're just like, there's nothing, nothing we can charge you with. So, so how was your relationship with that teacher afterwards? Oh, I threatened to sue the school, and then, uh, yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> did he did he change schools, or, like, how did, did that eventually just kind of fizzle out? It or? was his last year at that school. Like, he was oh, switching good. to a different school after that, because we, we had moved and stuff, so. That's good. Well, I'm sorry that happened. That sounds like a total pain in the ass. Oh, it was annoying, but. It could have been a lot worse. They could have shot me. <laughs> yeah. Do you still get backlash for dog from dog dick? I get death threats for dog dick all the time. Fucking. Yeah, people are always bothering me about that one. Well, I haven't gotten around to watching it yet, and I'm super excited because I've seen like clips of it and stuff. And uh, <laughs> I'm really excited because it's how it's supposed to be different than your other stuff like more you explained it more kind of a gummo but if you take it to i don't know some people take it too seriously and then they get all upset by everything but if you just i don't know just don't act like an uptight douche when you watch it you have a better time yeah not that i think you're an uptight douche i'm just saying Oh, I can be. <laughs> you would be correct. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good with anything as long as there's not humongous amounts of scat or uh, racism. Or <laughs> eggs. Yeah, or eggs. Okay, I don't think it has any of those. All right, I cool. remember it has been a while since I've watched it. <laughs> but it, I mean, if you make a racist scat movie, I'll probably watch it anyway. But just just to check it out. I don't plan on it. Okay, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you made that decision. So um, I'm about to have a baby in a couple of days. Actually, I was wondering how your well, the question was how your baby's doing. But when? How long ago did you have a baby? Oh, just a little bit over three months ago. Oh, cool! Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank How's you. How's that going? Oh, it's going good. It's going good. It's 
like right now, like we just finished up doing like all of our conventions and stuff like that. So is childcare a hard do you guys have a good situation for childcare and stuff like that? Or is that hard to find? No, we just bring her with us. So Oh really? That's awesome. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, she's gonna grow up in this shit. So Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason why not to just start her off in it. So it's not like a shocking new experience it's just something she always knows yeah i don't shelter my son from it and i'm not gonna shelter my my baby coming up i mean i'll probably like put some discs in the in a safe that so they can get to it like serbian film or something but i don't know if i let them watch james bell until they're like in their preteens, but maybe teens how old would you say someone should be to watch your movies like maybe let's say nutsack or something like uh for legal reasons you should say 18 because that's that's the age that's appropriate but i could see like i don't know like what probably like when i was like 16 or so when i was like pretty much over watching like any type of normal movie and started straying into like things i probably shouldn't have been watching but yeah that's about me too but then yeah. again, i i <laughs> was watching some other shit that right from the get-go that i shouldn't have been watching so like i, I don't know I, i'm i i'll say with my stuff you should be 18 if you're ordering it most of the films like manual i i do a quick dick flash in that but other than that it's pretty clean I guess a better way to phrase the question would be what's the youngest you could watch a James Bell film without it damaging your psyche? Oh, as I don't a know. child. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, or, all, they all have content in them that probably most little kids shouldn't be watching. Yeah. I'd I, say like 11 would be like when your mind starts to be able to handle that kind of weird. Yeah. Like how old? Um, in, like, would you let your child watch your film at a young age? Watch any of the stuff I've made? Yeah. No, that would be so awkward. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's what I'm kind of yeah, getting into. It's like, well, it's personal with like. But like, I don't know if like my kid came in and wanted to watch Necromantic, I'd put it on. Yeah. yeah. It's completely different with it. It's something with me in it. And yeah that'd be kind of like them like maybe if they want to later if they're older then yeah i don't think they'll want but they probably wouldn't want to (laughs) (laughs) maybe they they'll ask you for a specific version of it where you can maybe edit it so they don't have to see certain parts but then that would which one are you not nude in yeah um no uh i guess uh, i'm detour i actually chant i I actually don't show my genitalia at all, and I, I'm pretty sure that I angled everything. We don't really see anything. Yeah. In which one? I think I did that in evaporation. Yeah. I, I know. Yeah, I, don't I know the bliss. All the genitalia is prosthetics. Nothing's real in that movie. You don't see any real skin in the whole film. Hmm. That's good to know. So. Anyways, never mind. I was just finishing up that. But what was your next question? Um, do you tour with uh, 
Kids Kill Kids? No, no. I was supposed to play one show, but the promoters or whatever were being like fucking weird about shit. So told them to fuck off and I didn't end up doing it. But no, I don't tour anything with it, but eventually I know you're on Spotify and stuff, but Yeah, yeah. All those songs are like either things I made for movies or things I made like fucking around. I really haven't made like a complete like album yet, but it's something I've been working on. It's very slowly. What kind of music are you listening to nowadays? Uh I really just listen to a lot of like electronic stuff and a lot of like like indie rock. I don't know. Are there any like, artists you'd mention that you like or do you not want to give any shout outs? I like, I like Beach House, The Swirlies, Eric's Trip, uh Aphex Twins, uh Boards of Canada. You ever heard Kid Six O Six? What's that? Have you ever heard of Kid 606? No. I think you dig them. Neither have I. You really dig them, I think. The uh, only one I've heard of that is Apex Twin, which we I was obsessed with in middle school. Kid 606 is like uh, really extreme electronic. Um, they, they like to call it um, anti-raver techno. It's one of the oh, ones okay. he <laughs> labeled it himself as. Nice. Yeah, well, that's a lot of music I haven't heard of before, so. There's a lot of electronic stuff I listen to, but I don't really know the names of a lot of it. Like, it just plays like on playlist, like linking off of things. I don't know. It's hard to just pull some names out, out of the air, too. Yeah, especially when you're kind of listening to like a huge mix of things. Yeah, but it's not too big of a mix. It's really yeah. just electronic and indie. Like, I used to like punk rock a lot when I was younger and, like, playing, like, punk bands and shit, but I don't know. I I don't do that anymore. I like bands that are just one person, so. One thing I noticed about your movies is the camera kind of looks the same. Like, you use the same camera equipment in each film. Um, it's shot in that four three aspect ratio, and it kind of looks like mini DV quality footage. Uh, sometimes a little bit higher quality. Actually, it looks a little higher quality than mini DV on some of the newer ones. But I was wondering, like, have you used the same stuff the whole time, or have you changed? Yeah, no. <clears throat> uh, most of them, yeah. Like I bought uh, manure was all shot on a super eight. And then there's like two shots that I shot with a GoPro. Oh, and then uh, <coughs> Super 8 as in like film? Oh, no. Super 8 and, or I meant high 8. Oh, high. Okay. I thought you meant like 8 millimeter film. I was like, oh, oh no. That's kind of expensive. Some ass uh, parts of dog dick were shot in Super 8 though. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, there's uh, this uh this dude like politically like i forget what it's really called where you like get people to like go vote for somebody oh campaign yeah that's the word he was like campaigning for bush the first time bush was running for president 
Mm-hmm. And I was with a friend and they wanted to go vote. And so I don't believe it was for Bush either. And I seen that guy like standing out by the street. And so I just wandered over and was filming him with like a Super 8. And he looked, I don't know, you haven't seen the movie. He looks fucking weird. But I'll, I'll keep an eye out for that part, especially <laughs> since you said it shot on film. That sounds really cool. Yeah, and originally I edited it to uh, a Slayer song. Nice. And then I had, like, when I was, like, releasing it in the movie, I lost the original footage, so all I had was that edit. So, I don't know. It's it's changed audio tracks for that part a few times, but the one that has now to be because I own the rights to it, so... So do you watch your own films a lot? I mean, I know for editorial things, but do you like sit back and just kind of. No, no. Once, once it's done, like I, I don't go back and watch them. Like I usually don't even go to the screenings. I meant to go to the bleak screening, but I thought it was going to be lighter than it was. And I got there and it was already over. So. It's, it's tough watching or listening to something after you've been editing it forever because it doesn't even come off as a song or a movie or whatever. It comes off as a project to you. Like you're compartmentalizing every little piece in a timeline in your brain rather than like seeing it as a movie. I don't um, know. It just seems weird to like sit around and watch movies that I made. I don't yeah. know. Even though. It's not that I dislike them or anything like that. It's just, just seems weird. But there has been times like, because I do my own distribution too, when I've like had to like test this because somebody like complained about a defect on one. So I was just had to go through my stack and like test the movie back out and be like, a lot of times like it had been like years since I'd even seen the film. So it's like, wow, I don't even remember making this. This is crazy seeing this. So That's my least favorite part of the filmmaking process is when you have that final edit and the movie's pretty much ready to go, but you're trying to like author a DVD and try to make sure all the sound and everything is right. And it's just not balanced like a normal DVD should be or <laughs> like you want it to. It's like you're almost done with a project, but something is just holding you back. I usually don't have too much bad of a problem with that. Like, uh, there was like a weird glitch that I was having, like on a few of my phones that I'm not even going to say what it is because I don't want people to notice it if they haven't noticed <laughs> it. But, uh, eventually I think I figured out what it was that I was doing that was causing it. But, yeah, a lot of the audio and stuff, like, I don't have much dialogue in my movies, so I haven't had to worry about dealing with that, but oh, yeah. That's my good. new one's going to have a lot of dialogue in it, so I'm going to have to worry more about the the sound mixing with this new one I'm doing. So getting into that, uh, can you give us any insight to your new projects um it's a gore movie still it it has 
more of a structured story that people should understand, but they'll still probably be confused. And uh, it's really... It has a lot of offensive aspects to it, like not just like the gore and the violence, but just what everybody's talking about and what the characters are. Cool. Will probably make people mad. Is it, as some people would say, politically incorrect or something? It, or? It's very unpolitically correct. <laughs> cool. I look forward to that then. I love politically incorrect shit. Yeah. Except for that new Dave Chappelle special. <laughs> I thought it was great. I actually haven't seen it yet. It's good. <laughs> I want to. I don't uh, have Netflix, but yeah, I've been curious. It's pretty good. He says some good statements. There's definitely some offensive shit, but you know, it's Dave Chappelle. Um, yeah. Is there any other people's projects you're looking forward to? Oh, yeah, yeah, Joe Meredith. He's he's been he sent me a couple of clips of some cool shit that he's working on for his new one. I'm not sure what the name of it is though, off the top of my head. I know Nathan Rumbler's been talking with me on something that he wants to do. That that's cool. There's another dude in Detroit that I'm gonna be like working on like his movie and it's like got a bunch of like motorcycles and shit like that in it so that that's something i haven't worked with before so that would be cool and nice motorcycles yeah yeah, stuff like that hell yeah dude well i really like i can really see your hustle and like the quality you put into your stuff and like the amount of work that you put into all this stuff so it's admirable like oh, all the shit you've you. done. Yeah, and you you quit your um your day job to just focus on this, right? So I remember a post you said that you like finally quit my day job to just focus on. Yeah, yeah, I was, I I worked at a really shitty factory. It it really didn't pay very well. I don't know, it was a shitty job, and it was, I don't know, a bunch of like sorting out dirty ass car parts and stuff like that using cranes and all this shit to like dump parts and it is fucking terrible and then yeah just one day it's just like i really don't have to do this anymore (laughs) and so i was just like i think i'm gonna quit at the end of the day and then i went back to work and people acted all weird and awkward with me and it's like I'm just gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't, so, no more time for their bullshit. Like, yeah, it's just so. Yeah, like you even I, give I a just, fuck what they think too, right? Oh, they didn't know anything about. I I go months without even saying a single word working there. Yeah. Like, I just simply didn't have anything to say. It is a terrible job. Well, congrats for getting out of that and doing something. Um, hopefully you're. You know, oh yeah, doing something fulfilling for a living. I got a couple different little hustles going on, like on the side. So, cool. I do okay. Cool. And I also wanted to say uh, the same thing to your wife, May. Like, 
she's it's awesome that you guys are both working so hard on this stuff and and you've been doing it for so long oh yeah yeah she really likes doing it too is uh so is there kind of like equal um contribution with the films with you and may like does she help out with a lot of the ideas of the films or is it mostly your ideas uh it's a lot of my ideas and then she'll kind of like tame some of the stuff down to what I want to do sometimes or push me in different directions if something's too much of what I've done too much of already try to get me to mix things up a little bit more that's cool so she kind of goes over my ideas a little bit before before I start filming them like I'll, I'll run everything past her and stuff sweet dude well I think that's the end of our interview right now um, I've been right, keeping cool. you for a long time but thank you so much and like I said you're becoming a legend you already are a legend in the underground yeah seen, so i see your your props everywhere like what you're saying about like <laughs> can't get away from yeah it. like i'm like oh there's a i write it's yeah it's recognizable yeah but, oh cool thank yeah. you and yeah just congrats on everything oh thank you yeah no thanks you for coming on cool take oh, care you too bye right, bye well thank you very much for tuning in um that was james bell um he's a legend definitely um, has his hand and everything probably seen his effects and didn't even realize it was James Bell. So he's, uh, he's definitely a cool cat. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was great hearing from him. And before a week ago, I don't think I've even seen any of his movies, just the trailers and, and promotional stuff. So I kind of dived into it and I still want to see dog dick really bad. It looks awesome. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, wouldn't mind uh but i don't want to see screens. your dog dick oh thanks <laughs> but it's so hairy no oh, uh well yeah thank you very much and uh thanks for tuning in oh yeah and uh see you on the discord everybody because it's awesome over there so check out our discord if you haven't also our facebook and yeah you can find us pretty much on every platform now because anchor now allows us to yeah and we're on instagram i tried starting a tiktok but they don't seem to like me so um all my videos get taken down and i've already gotten banned and real quick uh like we said earlier this is the last episode of what we're calling season one of quality violent cinema uh after this episode we are like i said i'm having a child in a couple days so uh, we're gonna figure out uh just what approach we need to take to keep this going um, what my time is going to be like. Um, I'm sure I'll be able to find time, but we're just going to have to figure out a new way to do it. But we're going to keep doing it. And we're going to, we kind of want to turn our Discord into a, almost like a horror convention type thing where we have these interviews and hangouts and uh, people can buy stuff from each other and all that. So, yeah, uh, and start archiving everything that we're doing so you can go back to it and not just um, be like, well, I missed that live thing. It's like, well, you can go back to it and see it and watch it. Yeah, we'll we'll put all that stuff up soon. So um, on YouTube, so just keep out. We're not going. We're not going anywhere. And if you want to hear from us and you miss us on Spotify, just check us out. We'll be on. We're on Discord pretty much all day. You can just hit us up, say hi, whatever. 
Uh, check me out on Twitch at Woo Massacre. That's all one word. W-U Massacre. And I've been, I've been streaming a lot of horror games and some Fortnite, some PUBG, some Daisy, whatever. Yep. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Just stay tuned in. Cool. Take care.